Welcome to a new episode of Be Heard, a podcast brought to you by Noisy Trumpet, a digital and public relations agency based in San Antonio, Texas. In this podcast, we will help listeners navigate beyond the noise of the digital marketing and public relations landscape by discussing the latest industry trends, news, and challenges. We're your hosts, Emma Weber, and Alyssa Brincat, social media specialists at Noisy Trumpet. Today, we're discussing the current social media landscape, including recent platform updates from Twitter, Threads, and TikTok. So our first topic of discussion is Twitter, which has recently been rebranded to X. Mm-hmm. In case you didn't know, Elon Musk has now rebranded everything to X. So we're going to talk a little bit about how we feel about it, where things yeah. are at with the app, the platform itself. I guess to start, we can talk about how the actual rebrand happened, which I think is kind of funny. I think X was somewhere in the pipeline and the actual logo itself was just a random submission. No way. Yeah. So all of a sudden, we come into work on like a Monday Mm -hmm. and Twitter is now suddenly this completely different platform called something different, has a different logo. It's an X. And supposedly, Elon Musk had tweeted out to some of his followers and asked for a submission, received this one, and then just randomly overnight, which is why the rebrand felt so chaotic, uploaded the logo, and suddenly Twitter was X. That's how I found out. I went onto Twitter. I was trying to do a deep dive on our personal accounts, Mm -hmm. our, our client accounts, and I noticed in the trending tab that everything said X. And I was like, what is this? And so going in, I started to see everyone's opinions on it. And I think the general consensus is that it was very sudden. And Mm -hmm. I think we can all agree it was very chaotic. And I think they're trying to go in a different direction, which is really interesting to me because to me, Twitter has always been a constant, which I guess all these platforms are changing. So Mm -hmm. they maybe feel like they need to as well. But Twitter was always the place where you can be really transparent transparent and what at least in my mindset working in the social media world is Wendy's or Whataburger or those brands who were really outspoken on Twitter and used it as a platform to connect with their audience in that way where they could be Mm -hmm. a little less formal and professional and they could connect on a more personal level I think that's a really good way of putting it Twitter is trying to be where X is trying to be something for everyone now and it's just lost its sense of direction I think it was very niche in a sense, no other platform was like Twitter that you could be so personal and so transparent. But now I, I don't feel like it. it's like that anymore. Right. I mean, prior to the launch, when we went, I, don't, I guess about a year ago, we went to a social media conference mm-hmm. and one of the execs from Twitter was actually there and they were giving some updates on kind of where they're at within the app. And it did kind of give that sense even before they rebranded like, yeah. We're trying to stay relevant. We're trying to be something for everyone. And I think that a good rule of thumb in marketing, for lack of better words, (laughs) is to just stay in your lane. If something is working, just keep doing it. You don't have to completely reinvent the wheel. And I feel like that's what's happening in this case is they're trying to reinvent social media. And specifically, I feel like they're just trying to focus on news now. And it's more about like news jacking and like for us specifically as an agency, trying to figure out how we fit within that scheme of things. It's like, okay... If this is a trending topic, how do we get our clients' content to relate with that so that we can show up on the map? And it's just, 
it's just lost its sense of direction. And there was this logo or it was a graphic that actually you sent me mm-hmm. on LinkedIn one day from the WWF. And I thought it was so iconic and such a good explanation of where Twitter might be headed. And just for everyone who's listening, I'll do my best to explain. But it basically was a graphic of all the different Twitter logos throughout the its existence. So it had, I probably had like six or seven different renditions, but they were all birds. The very last logo, of course, is now X. And they were making the statement of, is Twitter X going extinct? Right. Like they have literally just put the nail on the head for everybody. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of a good explanation of how the world might be feeling about it right now. They made such a big change. Mm-hmm. I think it's confused everyone. No one knows the direction. I think when Twitter was being sold, mm-hmm. um, I think people were really unsure about whether to stay on the platform based on their personal beliefs. But now I think it's pushed people further to just completely get off the platform mm-hmm. because no one knows what's happening. It's been so chaotic just the past year and some change with everything going on behind the scenes within the brand that like you can tell everyone's so unsure. It's hard to mm-hmm. really find a place on Twitter and stand out. And I mean, even us as an agency, we're going to the source. Mm-hmm. I was looking the other day at an article from X on how to grow your following, mm-hmm. how to be better within this platform. And we're doing all of those things. Yeah. We're participating in the polls and the threads and, or not threads. Well, yes. Yeah, so threads. actually that's another topic we want to talk about. But yeah, we're, we're participating in all these things, trying to stay relevant and it's just lost its traction. It has. So speaking of threads, yes, I guess we should talk about the elephant in the room, which is a new addition to the social platforms. Yes, that one kind of jumped on the scene really out of the blue. Honestly, I think they were riding on the tails of Twitter being under turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, how do we capture this market? Which let's explain threads a little bit Mm -hmm. first before we dive in. So it was released early July 2023, and it's super similar to Twitter in the way that it's really short form content sharing opinions to me it was exactly twitter they just stole it oh, stole the concept they for sure took the concept of threads and ran with it and made it their own thing within a day of its launch in early july threads garnered around 30 million users so it surpassed the record set by chat gbt and it was the fastest growing platform in history at that point which is wild and we see that with a lot of new platforms Mm -hmm. and i think this one even more so because it was released by meta it's trusted and yeah it's a trusted source or trusted platform Mm -hmm. everyone tried to jump on it and it was really easy too because it's connected to your instagram account and your following from instagram is automatically following you on threads right well you have to opt in for that so it depends on the person But yeah, that was the biggest selling point was that it was really easy to sign up. It was Mm -hmm. connected through your Instagram account. So you already had your handle, didn't have to do anything crazy there. And then anytime anyone signed up that was already following you, if they've opted in to automatically follow accounts, then you automatically grow your following base, which is huge because we have seen over the years so many different social media platforms try to take off and then they just absolutely fail. And I think... A big part of it is the fact that it's so difficult to grow 
And that's what made TikTok so successful is the fact that people could start with nothing. TikTok or threads? Well, TikTok. Oh, okay and grow from the ground up. Mm -hmm. And so I think Instagram was like, okay, with threads, we need to make, we need to sell this. This is how we're gonna sell it. And honestly, being in the industry, as long as I've been in it, I've grown with social media. That was a huge selling point. I was like, this makes Mm -hmm. total sense. Like, you don't have to do the groundwork. Like to me, it takes so much to bite the bullet for a new platform to go sign up and give them all my information. Like then it's another company that has all my information. Like it takes, a while for me to yeah. bite the bullet. But you're right. With them, it was so easy. So something that we discussed earlier when we were putting this together that I find really interesting mm-hmm. is that while it was the fastest platform to grow in history, it also plummeted pretty quickly as well. So more than 80%, which is close to around 8 million daily active users for threads, left the platform by July. So within a month, they like, were tired of it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a common thing with a lot of really new platforms is everyone jumps on it. They're like, oh my God, this is the new thing. I think what a lot of people saw with threads is it's so similar to Twitter that they're like, I already have this. Right. Why do I need this? Yeah. Why do I need this new platform? That's exactly the same as another platform I have. Mm -hmm. I'd say the only real difference I have noticed, well, I think it's pretty shady Mm -hmm. that they called it threads. Earlier when I was speaking about X and how they have threads, I felt like I was misspeaking because I was like, wait, no, that's a different app. (laughs) That is just so twisted that they would do that. And um, they tried to sue them. Twitter tried to sue. I didn't know that. Yeah, because they said that they were using like trade secrets. Right, their likeness. Which, I mean, kind of. Twitter came up with that phrase and made it so popular. And then you're right, Meta just took it and rode on the coattails and was like, this is ours now. I feel like that's so Meta though. They did the same thing with Reels. They took TikTok and made it into Reels. Snapchat with Instagram. Like They even tried to do uh, what Be Real was doing for a while too. They did. Which I don't love, but I digress. It's so annoying to me. Um, So did they win? I don't think there was really an outcome with it. I don't know that they had a real, like a real basis for yeah. it. You know, like it's just a word. I don't know that they copyrighted the word. I guess moral of the story is copyright everything yes. you can. Yes. Jeez. If you have an idea, make sure you lock it down. But what, what are some of the positives that we can say about threads? Well, I was going to say that it's <clears throat> primarily about community, community interaction and it's very casual, which I feel like Twitter or X has kind of lost. So I feel like in a way, it's what we want social media to be. We want it to be about connection and community. But I feel like it's taking a while for people to really figure out where they stand within the app, specifically brands. I thought it was so interesting when Threads first came out and we were just kind of watching and seeing what other brands were doing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them, what was one of the brands or the companies in San Antonio. Um, it was I think the it was museum. The McNay. The McNay to me was so interesting because the McNay got on threads and they're like they're an art museum. Like you kind of think like very like upscale. upscale. Yeah. And they were kind of a riot. On you can threads. only imagine who is behind the screen. You could I know. Because there's so much personality. Yeah. With threads, they were trying to be like, you have to put so much personality in it, and that's what makes it different. Mm-hmm. Not different say but like almost like the old twitter i think it's a good opportunity for certain brands to test out a different brand voice but i also could see for some brands that that diversion would be confusing to their audience you gotta be careful when you said upscale i was thinking about luxury brands Mm -hmm. and if 
we're thinking about Dior and what Dior puts out. If Dior got on threads, I don't know if they are, but if they were on threads, what would that look like? I don't see them being very successful there because they can't really be off the cuff and silly. And, you know, that's just that's not within their brand voice. So I'm thinking like threads may not be for everyone, everyone, yeah, which is okay. I think that's a big thing with social media that people kind of blend. People lose the sense of direction with. You don't have to get on every single app. You just need to get on the apps that make the most sense for you and your brand. I think that's such an important point because everyone's like, I want to be on everything. I want my brand out there. I want, if you search me on something, I want, you know, my brand to show up, which is great. If your brand doesn't have that specific brand voice that belongs on that platform, or if your product doesn't necessarily make sense on TikTok or Mm -hmm. or something like that, like it's so obvious when it's fake and when Right. When you're trying too hard on a certain platform. Or when you don't have the time to dedicate to really improving what you're posting on there and really niching down and making yeah. sure that you're putting the very best content that you possibly mm-hmm. can. I think it gets to a point where brands feel like, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. And they're wearing so many different hats yeah. that it just feels like you're posting things to post things. And an audience can sense that. I don't want to watch something that you didn't really want put the effort into. Why would I spend 30 seconds of my day on a video that you didn't want to spend five seconds on? Well, I think that a general consensus for anyone who's on a social media platform, especially these younger generations, is they want transparency and they want genuine interactions with influencers, Mm -hmm. uh, their friends and family, their brands that they're interacting with. They need genuine interactions. And you're right, they can tell. Authenticity is huge. It is what makes or breaks you as a brand and i think that leads into tiktok it does what a good segue (laughs) (laughs) something we've been noticing on tiktok is they are pushing the tiktok shop yes it's if you haven't noticed i don't know how you haven't noticed it's so obvious so obvious they're pushing it so hard that it feels so inauthentic it does. And it's so annoying to me as a user. Yeah. I'm on TikTok personally. Mm-hmm. I think I'm addicted to it just as everyone else is. Truly. Me too. But I'm also on it for clients and for our mm-hmm. agency. And so I have that in the back of my head thinking strategically mm-hmm. and then also as a regular user. And so to me as a regular user, it's so annoying to be getting all these ads. Well, that's and the thing is they're not all ads, they're not ads but they feel they feel like, like ads. And to me, that's what I don't like. I know. And when I'm creating content for our agency or for a client, that is so top of mind that mm-hmm. I I'm trying so hard not to create content that feels like an ad. Even if we're trying to sell something, yeah. we're trying to get um, a donation for a nonprofit. I'm trying to be as authentic as possible. All of our clients are the same in that they want a genuine connection with their donors or with their specific their audience. audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to be as authentic as possible. That is the yeah. fastest way to lose your audience yeah. is if you put out an ad that rubs people the wrong way, that feels too much like an ad, mm-hmm. that doesn't feel like you as a brand or an organization. It's just a bad move. And so yes, we're constantly thinking about that with the ads that we put out, mm-hmm. the social media posts, things that are organically put out. Yes. If we're trying to promote something, we try not to be too heavy with the promotion because then that can rub people the wrong way. We just want to make it's sure- a delicate balance. It is. It really is a delicate balance. And just personally, when I'm scrolling through, I mean, I can probably tell you on average, I'm seeing, if not every post, every other post has something that says eligible for commission. And it has something 
link to the TikTok shop, that doesn't really work for me because I'm not the kind of person that is an impulse buyer. I want to take time to think on it. I'm mm-hmm. not just going to click on it and make a purchase right away. If anything, what actually happens is I see the video and I immediately read that. I glance down, I see it. I'm like, oh, nope. Me too. I don't even want it. And what's What's funny is like that video before I would have totally paid attention to maybe even purchased the product, you know, later on in the sales funnel, but it's kind of doing the inverse. And I know that TikTok is doing that because they need to make money, right? Mm -hmm. They make money on advertising. They're getting a percentage of the TikTok shop. Get it with influencers these days and creators like, right. They need to make money too. They're trying to make a career out of it, Mm -hmm. which is Totally valid that they need to find a way to make money off of something like that. But I'm telling you, I'm scrolling through TikTok and it's like sponsored. Okay, scroll past eligible permission, scroll past. Like every few videos, I'll mm-hmm. get just a, a regular video. Right. They're overdoing it. It's so overdoing it. At and some point, I felt like it was like that on Instagram too. Whenever they yeah. launched their shop, mm-hmm. I was so fed up with it too. So hopefully, this is just a blip and it won't last yeah. that long. But it's a learning curve, I think, for them. I will say. <laughs> If you are a brand and you want to get your stuff out there, this is an opportunity to do that. But then yeah. just know that you might be missing or turning off a whole group of people at the same time. So it's kind of a gamble, right? It's yeah. like you really could push yourself up in the algorithm and we want that and that's good. But you also don't want to push people away entirely. So, Which obviously they're promoting all of this TikTok shop stuff. So it might be the time to jump on it, but it's kind of a gamble and that's I think that's anything in social media. It's all for about sure. A-B testing and figuring out what's going to work best for you and your Part brand. Of strategy. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if I had a brand that was on TikTok that was eligible for TikTok shop, I would be like, okay, let's yeah. do it. Let's see let's what happens, it. but let's not make every single post like that because mm-hmm. you're going to lose followers instead of gaining them. You may gain some, but you're going to lose people at the same rate. So it doesn't yeah. really work itself out. I agree. Yeah. Another thing we've noticed on TikTok is that you really no longer need hashtags. Now I say that with a grain of salt because personally I've been testing on my own and I think that the hashtags still do something, but it does make sense that the app is starting to use SEO and actually reading everything that's in your caption and everything that's in the auto-generated captions on the screen. So that can help boost your video as well. So it's, I think, helpful to include keywords in your captions, but I would still include a hashtag here and there because I posted a video the other day and it did nothing without a hashtag. So I think they're still helpful. It's almost a a search engine now. Oh, it is. And I mean, not almost, it it is. I use it as a search engine. It's scary. Sometimes (laughs) I turn to TikTok over Google. I have been doing that too. And I love it because it's more engaging. It's it's more engaging and it's almost easier to find what I need, Mm -hmm. which is- Isn't that strange? It's so strange, but I love it. And I love feeding it. Because then I know I'm going to get back what I want. I'm not opposed to sponsored ads. Mm -hmm. I think that they have a place. I actually don't mind getting them on TikTok because usually they're relevant to what I'm looking for versus like all the other platforms. But it's just because we're feeding the app. We're putting information in. It's building up its SEO ranking and helping connect you with what you're looking for. That's what we needed in social media, actually. I think it, they really filled a gap that yeah. we didn't know we necessarily needed. And for TikTok sure. has been around for a long time. Well, it used to be Musical.ly? Yes, it was music And Bite Dance and all Something these different like things. That. Yeah, It's evolved, for sure. It's totally evolved. And it's matured mm-hmm. in a way that it is so smart. I think this is maybe one of the main differences 
that I've seen with like Twitter or X and TikTok is that TikTok, aside from this <laughs> TikTok shop, um, I think that they've evolved in a way that benefits the user in such a great way, whereas X has almost annoyed the user by changing from what they love and, like, changing the essence of their platform into something that's super confusing, Mm -hmm. whereas TikTok has... They've made it very clear where they stand, but they've also brought something new to the table for us. And so there's a purpose to it. It's not just Instagram taking TikTok and making it into Reels. For the right user, they're going to look at Reels and not think mm-hmm. that they need to get a TikTok. Right. That's fine. Like, they're going to get a follower base from that. But it's not the same as yeah. – I mean, that, that's just, like, how marketing is, right? Mm-hmm. Or just, like, building a business in general. It's finding a need, something that has a gap, and filling it. And that's exactly what TikTok did so well to the point where, like, I was embarrassed at one point to have a TikTok yeah. and to use it as much as I did and to be so interested in it. And now it's, like – common knowledge everyone has a tiktok right like if i know someone who doesn't have one like my sister she does not have a tiktok she Uh refuses to get it and she'll always send me youtube shorts you're behind the curve what are you doing i do think that youtube shorts may have a place no there's definitely a place for it specifically actually this is something new i learned so for creators they're not paid well i guess on tiktok and it's not as good as it is on youtube that's why youtubers Mm. were making so much money consistently because they just have set the platform up for the person who's producing the video to make actual revenue so that they'll continue to do it. So I've heard that some people are starting to post on shorts. I do like it because I've I've seen a need for it. I have where I'll be on YouTube and I'll watch a video and then I'll see the creator Mm -hmm. breaking it down. It's, It's like the best way to repurpose content. Oh, for sure. You know, by taking a longer piece of content and breaking it into these short, really digestible pieces of content mm-hmm. that is really popular among users right now that they don't want to always because our attention span is yes. diminishing by right? the day like, i don't always <laughs> want to watch a 15 20 minute youtube video like sometimes i want to watch that mm-hmm. video to get the information from it but right. i want it in almost a tiktok form well where i can have news for you i know it's called youtube shorts no, no, <laughs> it's on TikTok now. Oh. I like as of I don't recently I got on and you now have the option to do a 10 minute video. Oh, my God. No, I don't like that on TikTok. But you just said, <laughs> I don't know. No, it's, but I want I like that you have the option on YouTube for both. potentially for both. I think that's what TikTok's trying to do, though. Yeah. So like you can create short form content or you can create long form content because the research shows that people And I get this. People want a sense of connection with someone. This sounds really sad. But when someone's getting ready in the morning or alone at night, they want a sense of connection with someone. And so scrolling and only getting like 30 seconds of connection with someone and then having to go to another one, it's it's not filling a need. So TikTok was like, yeah, but I don't get on YouTube as much anymore. So I think that they're like, well, you're already here. You can get what you want from this specific creator that you already like and trust. And now they have a 10 minute video option. Which is fair. And that's 
that's probably but that I literally noticed that yesterday so it's so funny that that just like but that's kind of what I mean like they see what their audience is wanting Mm -hmm. and they're giving it to them and they're evolving in a positive way that's benefiting the community that's on that platform yeah it's clear to me that they have many people at TikTok that are just in trend research and user data and trying to understand what people want how people evolve well it's crazy to me just the way trends that have started on TikTok have dominated all sorts of industries like clothing industry the music industry for one huge the way that I've seen in the past year or two years artists coming out with new music they will Mm -hmm. immediately debut it like a snippet of it on TikTok and it goes viral they release the song at a later date and then everyone's obsessed with it yeah it's priming people yeah they've made a Mm -hmm. dance out of it or it's become a trend like I love how TikTok has also affected other industries in that way. Yeah. And it's just, it's It's completely, I like that you bring that up because it has completely changed the music industry. At one point I wanted to work in the industry. Mm -hmm. And so it's so interesting to see how the two world, my two worlds have kind of evolved and merged together, but it's, it's giving new up and coming artists Mm -hmm. a real chance without having to have a connection in the music industry. It reminds me of how Justin Bieber blew up from a viral YouTube video. Yeah. So it's really cool to see that it's like filled that niche for artists too. There's yeah. literally an artist I was listening to last night that she went from no, not nowhere, but not having really a yeah. following. And all of a sudden her sound is a viral TikTok mm-hmm. sound. And she's like on the top 20 in the UK radio station world. And that's amazing. But I think it's You don't also, get that opportunity every day, you know? I think it's important to note for any individual creator brand whatever that even if you do go viral you need to constantly work to keep up that audience like if you don't have you have to be prepared yes for the possibility also going viral is not it doesn't mean you're immediately you have that fame and recognition you have to work on it you have to keep creating content that's as notable as the piece that went viral mm-hmm. which sometimes I feel like it's sometimes I feel like it's kind of random when, yeah. when your video just blows up um, but that's a, such a good point it is yeah. important for them to be prepared like going to... viral isn't the end-all be-all no no it's, it's like it's, a, start it's a of step something. it's a stepping stone yes more than anything and it's an opportunity to grow but you have to stay again stay true to who you are yeah stay in your lane do what you know how to do best and be consistent. I think being consistent, we know, because that's our job, is to just be consistent with how much we post, with what we're posting, with what we're sharing, not sharing too much of this, not sharing too much of that. It's important. It's I would say authenticity and consistency mm-hmm. are the two things that you need to be successful on social media. There's more, but I think those Obviously. are the top two. <laughs> yes. So many creators are out there that they have posted hundreds of videos and it hasn't clicked yet. But they'll just get that one video that goes viral or does performs really well. And then they have this whole cache right. of content there that people can also look at and also... For sure. And then they've also developed the muscle memory of how often yeah. you need to post and yeah. how you plan out your posts so that, like you said earlier, when you do go viral, you're prepared for how yeah. you have to work for it. Is there any other strategy or anything on TikTok? that we can maybe give insight to just based on our own experience or anything that we're going to be trying with our with our agency TikTok or with our clients. Oh, you know, the only thing that we didn't discuss on here that we wanted to is I think sharing more voiceovers yeah. or 
your voice in general on the platform itself rather than just using trending audio. Trending audio is still important, but again, it goes with the authenticity. If you're always just doing trending audio in your face and- You're like jumping on someone else's trend. Yeah, it's not you. And so people want to get to know you and follow along for who you are. And so that's something we'll be trying Mm -hmm. with our TikTok, sharing more of our personality. And I know it's scary to put your voice or your face out there, but I think it's so important. You're right in terms of authenticity and showing people- that there's a connection. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we'll be trying voiceovers, um, still hopping on trending audio, but just adjusting a little bit. Social media changes every day. But I think this is a great insight to how we are talking day to day. Yeah, this is how we collaborate. We do. That's so important yeah. when keeping up with all this stuff is talking with other people in the industry and seeing what's happening. Mm-hmm. It takes a village. You can't do it alone. So we're here if you are alone and you need ideas. (laughs) Right. We're here to help. If you need help, Lizzie Trumpet is here. We're happy to help with all your social needs and be the ones in the background doing all the strategizing and researching and trend searching. We'll do it so you don't have to. Yes, we love doing it. Obviously, we love sitting here and talking (laughs) for hours about it. This is like a regular day for us. It is. It really is. We just recorded it. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode.